This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast. I don't usually introduce myself, but today I just uh, chose to rather than asking someone to do it for me. But I changed my voice appropriately. Please welcome Todd Barry. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome to the South by Southwest uh, Festival. <laughs> Let's just not do this. Based on that, Totally awful way I started. I don't want to do this. And I'm not joking. How cool would that be if I canceled it? I'm like, man, he really followed through on that joke. No, I saw him getting a ride to the airport. It was pretty wow, impressive. It's the Todd Berry Podcast live from the South by Southwest Festival. Yeah. Oh, you did that perfectly. Wow. I- I should be one of those audience warm-up guys, huh? Got you guys cheering like crazy. This woman's up, someone's up writing up front. What are you writing? You a reporter? Okay. Just catching up on my Christmas cards from the second row right in front of you. Unbelievable. What are you writing, seriously? Oh, you're, oh, you're writing something about the... Uh, this is going to be an awkward thing to write about, huh? <laughs> it's very personal? Okay, what's it for? The Chronicle. Holy shit, you're, this is the real deal. But I apologize. <laughs> I didn't even do anything wrong. Why am I apologizing? Why do I hate myself so much that I'm apologizing? Welcome, new folks. The Chronicle is here. <laughs> Everyone have their game face on, whatever that means. Anyway, I, don't, I can't tell how many people are here, but this is a lot more than my usual live podcast audience, <laughs> except in Brooklyn, which was sold out 350 people. But that's hometown, not adopted hometown. Austin is my adopted hometown. I don't even know what that means. I just made that up as I said it. You guys ready for an amazing, amazing show? I've done approximately three minutes of preparation total for all of the guests combined. I know a couple of them. One of them I don't really know that well. But you'll never know which one I know and don't know. Although I will probably bring it up. In any case, it doesn't matter, right? It's just a fucking podcast. Who cares? I'm going to make it bad on purpose. 
I'm not going to leave like I said earlier. I'm going to stay and just be bad on purpose. No, this is good. Six o'clock show. Mm. Freeze your whole night up. Stand in line for one taco at the Samsung store or something. Stand in line for hours and hours to get a burger from the Seth Meyers sponsored burger truck. I should be able to cut that line, don't you think? I'm a fucking celebrity. He follows me on Twitter. Maybe I should direct message him. Hey, Seth, sorry to bother you. Just looking at this line. And I'm not happy. It's, it's kind of a long one. And I don't want to stand in it. What are we going to do about this? You ruined that by dropping something. She feels bad, though, so I'm not going to be mean. What's your button say? Uh, okay, I know Chris. All right, he's got buttons. I get it. That's cool. Chris Gethard has buttons, and I don't. All I have is great press coverage. I feel like someone's singing in the back. Is someone singing in the back? Is there a radio on or something? Okay. This will be edited out. Don't worry. Are you guys ready to start? My first guest, oh my God, this guy and I tried to get something to eat last night. It didn't work out. <laughs> Please welcome Ben Kronberg, everybody. Oh, Ben. Oh, Todd. Welcome. How Thanks long have we known me. each other, Ben? Well, I feel like I really only have known you for like... Two days. Seriously, no joke answers. <laughs> no, like look what you did to this crowd. Um, I had I could have just done a stand-up set. You did kind of. That was a stand-up. I set. was. It was a good stand-up. That was set. really nice. <laughs> that was really. It was good. improv stand-up set. People. I mean, at least two years, right? I mean, I've two I've, years. Where do we meet? I forgot. Some f stupid festival. Just joking. This is cool. <laughs> you don't like festivals? What's no, I love festivals? festivals. What's wrong with festivals, man? Nothing. Are you in a bad mood, Ben? What's no, going on? No, I'm fine. I've never seen you anything less than upbeat. <laughs> and then you come out on my show and you're fucking mopey. Well, <laughs> I asked a really softball <laughs> question. When did we meet? I don't actually, I don't remember. Where, I don't remember when we met because I smoke weed, okay? There you go. Ben's there a weed I said smoker. it. I don't um, smoke weed and I don't remember. <laughs> you're asking, you're legitimately asking me. Might as well start me. smoking weed then. Yeah. I remember running into you at Whole Foods and it was awkward. What happened there? Well. Do you remember that? Yeah, I was getting a kombucha because that's what I do when I go to Whole Foods. And you were, you were getting a salad from the salad bar. You didn't want to make your own. You want them to make it for you. Yeah. Even though you're going to Whole Foods, you can make your own salad. You but want then you touch to watch those somebody filthy make a tongues. Yep. With all those gross people that go to Whole Foods. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. And then you, we, we had a run-in, but like... We, I wouldn't I, call I, it a run-in. I know, it was, like, it, it's like... If I'm going to have a run-in, it's not going to be in front of a salad bar at Whole Foods. <laughs> it's going to be in like some honky-tonk bar or something. Fair enough. Maybe it was the wrong use of language. 
So but I remember you like Facebooked about it or something. I found something you wrote about it. And I was like, oh man, did I do something wrong? Look, and that was your paranoia because you didn't do anything wrong. All I did was say, hey, I'm trying to eat. Leave me alone. <laughs> I said hi to him. Quit asking me questions about comedy. I didn't ask him any I questions about comedy. I didn't ask you any questions about comedy. I know you did. I observe you, and you, you're you're one of the funniest people that I've ever met. I don't believe just naturally, really? naturally, seriously, through and through. Like okay. some people are just funny on stage, some people are funny off stage. You're both. So I'm the real deal, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you thank are. you. I think you're very funny as well. Yeah. So you're gonna take back your comment about me being mopey? I got to say, you gave a compliment, and you still seem mopey. <laughs> just imagining how great that compliment would feel if you felt upbeat right now. I know. No, I know. I know. I'm just fucking with you. No, I, <clears throat> I really like hanging out with you. I know. We tried to get something to eat yesterday. I teased the audience with that. They seemed really intrigued by it. <laughs> got a burst of laughter when I said that. Well, we, we, we bought brats. and then well, right, That's the surprise ending. <laughs> oh, man, that's... The, that's, trying to kill some time up here, you don't. Well, don't that, that's your chase. story, like you know, like the, the you know, some movies they start with the end and then they show you everything. Oh, like happened. a flashback. Yeah. yeah, like a like the ending happens and then you realize, oh, that's why that happened. So the cold open would be Ben and I eating sausages. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, pretty that that, that hooks you <laughs> when you're watching this movie. You know, hey, what, what was that about? I'm, I'm not walking out of this one. One of, like us, good... one of us got um, one of us got a regular brat, the other got a jalapeno. Yeah. Which do you think got which? <laughs> is Todd jalapeno or is he brat? Wow, you think my he's people brat, don't know don't me. You? My people don't know me. You don't know how sophisticated his palate is. <laughs> it's like I want jalapeno. <laughs> he, he, he's the jalapeno. Every one of you was wrong about that. You all universally. That was like a who wants to be a millionaire situation. I look like I just eat jalapenos. Maybe. I don't, Maybe I'm kind of insulted that they didn't think I would order jalapeno. <laughs> oh, that jalapeno sounds exciting and fun. Yeah, I don't think he got that. <laughs> fun guy would order the jalapeno. I don't know. I'm going to say bratwurst on that. <laughs> but we started out, where were we going? Like, yeah, you I do, just impulsively said, you want to get something to eat. I do see the stereotype, the possible potential stereotype that you might have for liking bland food. It's not racist. That's not racist. That's a little racist. That's not racist. That's one of the most the ugliest things I've heard. But <laughs> but you're, you're Jewish, right? You're gonna have to. Uh, Jewish people actually like publicly. really love food. Jewish people. Jewish like, people yeah, love food. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's not that's racist Jewish either. <laughs> that's not racist. Jewish people, you know, Jewish. This Jewish person doesn't love Jewish food because <laughs> it's it's kind of. Bland. That's why I come to Texas for jalapeno sausage. With pork in it. Shame yeah, but you scoffed at something. You scoffed, you scoffed at something else that we were going to eat at because it had like it was like pork. You know, like oh yeah, you're pork. right. Well, so it was like, like that, that was like this mixed message because I was like, wait, do you like pork or not? That that's a truly mixed you know? message. <laughs> I feel like a real manipulator. <laughs> I feel well, ugly. And... Jewish people are often mixed message manipulators. Wow, now you're making. Oh come on. Yeah, like the first one, hey, he's all like... Are there, no, are there any he's... Jewish people in Austin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Present. Are you Jewish, Ben? I'm not Jewish. Oh, don't you sort of have a Jewishy last name? I sort of have a Jewishy last name, and I've been circumcised. That's a, class, so. that's a classic don't-go-there situation. 
Do you want to see? That's a classic TMI. Do you want to see? <laughs> um, You're circumcised and... Well, I don't know. Like, I have elements of... I don't know. I get things for mitzvah in the mail all the time. Like, you know, whatever. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. I don't know what it means either. What are you talking about? They just send me things like I am Jewish, but I'm not. <laughs> they go, dear Ben, they're just, you're they're, Jewish, and here's just... something else I want to say to you. <laughs> you are Jewish. And then you're like, I'm sorry, your initial premise is off. <laughs> does not your, does not going to read mom... the rest of this letter. <laughs> Doesn't your mom have to be Jewish for you to be Jewish? Isn't I think so. Rule? No, I believe you're not Jewish. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going, I think this guy's Jewish. You're sticking to it. How many people thought I was Jewish? Really? So, so we started out going to get something to eat. Oh, we were going to go to that place, Frank, for hot dogs. Yeah. Because it came highly recommended, obviously. And uh, because they were closed for some sort of private party, which I think we should be exempt from that, right? <laughs> like, what private party doesn't like a nice surprise appearance by us? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we could have really hung out with some good web design gamers <laughs> or app makers. Some app or developers. Are there any app developers here? <clears throat> Did you walk around the trade show? Any weed show? dealers? Are there any weed dealers here? <laughs> Did you walk around dealer? the trade show by any <laughs> chance? like a weed band? What? The trade show in the convention center? No, I kind of like those things. Like fun. those are kind of like going to chain restaurants for me. Like it's kind of this guilty pleasure of like trade show sort of creeping and stuff. Yeah. But I didn't. You should, cause, but I don't know what 99% I don't know what of the people do. do. They're sitting there demonstrating something. I still don't know what you're demonstrating. <laughs> I think they have free beer there, right? So they have little, they have little Jolly Rancher candies if you look around. <laughs> if you're real lonely, like, hey, I'm gonna you can look for some candies. I'm going to buy this on. app since you greased my wheels with a little mm. Jolly Rancher. <laughs> I'm going to buy this wireless <laughs> mouse that you operate with your eyes. Because you left a mini Snickers bar out there for me. Did you see any Google glasses or whatever? Those? Uh, no, I didn't. But, the, you know, there would be certain people that would be like, everyone's gathered around one table, and I would look, I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm a, you know, I'm a really down-to-earth guy. Yeah, you are. Mold fashion. Yeah, you are. No, need, no cream sauces. Only I, don't even sauces. Own, I don't even own a phone. Ooh. <laughs> I just yeah, why it. do you own, a, you own a Samsung? Why not an iPhone? That's a weird, boring question. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, wouldn't how many people would have thought he would have had an iPhone? Clap oh, your fucking hands. I do like. <laughs> Clap your fucking hands. That's right. Bland food eating iPhone using Todd Berry. Can you repeat that? <laughs> I, want I don't to, have to. It's I want to come up with a zingy comeback. It's being recorded. So then we walked, and then we walked, and then we were, were yelping places to eat. When you have two people yelping places to eat. You know you're not going to be eating. You know you're not going to be eating. No one's going to eat like, anytime soon. Because it's just like, a, it's a tug of war of like stars and reviews. And there's usually one person, like one person in the couple or the duo. I would call us a duo. We, yeah. we weren't a couple. Um, though that would be sweet. <laughs> if like Todd decided, if we decided to be like, yeah, we're doing this. Um, and we're, uh, but we, you know, like one person, like, I don't care so much about reviews. Like I see the transparency of a review that like a person might just be hypoglycemic or cranky, 
you know, like they were mad at their whatever, whatever, so they left this shitty review. So you yeah. can't always take the shitty reviews as like, we're not eating there because this person said this. I agree with you. Um, so I'm that person in my relationship, not with you. But so I think you, you filter Yelp reviews like you want one star and below. I don't, yeah, I go for. I well, I go. For, <laughs> I don't even know what Yelp is here. I also. go. I yeah. yeah Maybe they, they fucking left the building. Um, Maybe they're not good. I recently got a bad Yelp review. You did last time I was in Denver. Um, the comedy club that I came up in, they. Uh, <laughs> I I perform there very frequently, and just when I go back into town, and I I happen to do like a twenty minute set uh-huh. this night. It was like a Sunday night. And um, the owner of the comedy club sent me an email saying, you might want to put this in your bio. And the, 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 the Yelp review said, you know, uh, you know none, of the, none of the comedians were, were funny that night. Um, not to mention um, the worst part, um, one of the comedians uh, just went um and uh for a really long time. And took out his phone and notepad and, um, <laughs> seemed like he wasn't prepared and all this stuff. And basically it kind of blacklisted me from this, immediately blacklisted me from this comedy club that I started in because somebody oh, really? didn't have a good time and they, I were, thought they that, were referring to me. So she, the owner well, was... There was a yeah. There, it is. It's, 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 yeah. it's who I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, it's who you are. I mean, uh, I don't think. She's are you really blacklisted from a club? Because uh, it sounds I, like I, they were had a sense of humor about it because they forwarded to put this. Well, that that's what it feels like. But the actions of me like signing up on the list the following week uh-huh. revealed the. Oh, and they the they truth. left. They didn't put you yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Because of a Yelp review. Yeah. It used to be comment yeah. cards. There's clubs that I stopped or, like that's have to stop wearing. It's the word. Like, yeah, right? we got some bad Ugh. comment cards on you. Oh. What's that? Yeah, comment cards are the worst. When you ask somebody to complain, they will. You're not asking, when you're asking for a comment, you're not asking for people to comment or say something positive. You're asking for complainers to show themselves. I agree with you. Complainers, come out and play. It's like, uh, you know. Is that true, though? Did you go out there with notes in your phone and... uh... That's what I do on the fucking stage, man. You see my act. You oh know yeah, you pull out a little, but you. But that's, I do more, stuff. Of, that's more of a presentation. I had, yeah, it's a presentational. I had a joke about. I I do this joke on my phone. I go. I pull it out. Sort of maybe an opener. <clears throat> and I say, uh, my girlfriend makes me take a screenshot of my phone um, every time I text her that my battery's almost dead. <laughs> How's things going with you? So that's the joke that I use my phone for, you know? I'm trying to get that joke. You don't get it? Who I, gets I think it? I drifted for a couple the seconds. The people that laughed. Um, it's like... Oh, it's because you use that excuse that your phone's dying all the time? No, it's, well, it's the paranoia and distrust. It's about the, the, it's about the distrust of like, hey, baby, my, phone, my phone's almost dead. Oh, really? Fucking prove it. Isn't that is, what is I was the other saying? version of that joke. That is what I was saying right there. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to ver- so I did verify. I like the joke. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> he doesn't laugh. He just and says I think he reading likes the that joke. off a phone is a good idea, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it brings it, it brings it relevance, you know. It's it like if you did a joke about ice cream and all of a sudden you had an ice cream cone in your hand. <laughs> if you did a joke about white tigers, and uh oh, the curtains go up. What happens? <laughs> Four of that, them. 
that would cute be, as hell standing behind you. That would be kind of sweet. To, you wouldn't get a bad Yelp review if you pulled out. <laughs> I didn't really enjoy uh, the White Tigers thing. <laughs> when the guy went on the open mic night and did a thing and it brought White Tigers, I just wasn't doing it for me. <laughs> I won't be back. Ugh. That's hilarious that someone singled you out on a Yelp review. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I mean, <clears throat> guess it's flattering. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, no, I mean, if you're going to get you, you know, know, it's, it's well, too funny we, to be upset we are, about. We're, I think we're defined as humans or whatever. We're defined, we're defined more by our enemies than we are by our, by our allies, you know? Like, like, it's not like, it's not like Superman's friends that make Superman Superman. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Superman has no reason to be Superman to his friends. That's why he's Clark Kent. Right? Yeah. I already forgot what I asked you. <laughs> but your answers make me forget what I asked you. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say, the way you answer questions. There's not the effective there's, me forgetting what I asked you. There's nothing wrong with forgetting. No, I like a creative answer. It's, people this is a, people good, that hold on to their memories and their past, you're good those are people guests. you don't want to be in a relationship with. I knew you know? bringing out would we'd be off and running. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't... This is off and running for my podcast. <laughs> this is. <clears throat> I've been look. I've been partying for three days. Okay. Have you? Look, no. You're high right now, right? <sighs> <sighs> the, like, pretty much everything is cooler when you're high, except that question. <laughs> 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 you know, like you should write that one down. Well, I don't have to. It's being recorded. <laughs> I'll just hope. Hopefully, somebody will quote it in a in like someone a will steal that, man. Yeah, was care. that a prepared joke? No, it wasn't. Look, cameras. People are taking pictures now. <laughs> that fucking that energized the whole show. So should we stop talking now? Now they're taking loads of pictures. They're like, oh my god, this is worth. They're called loads. This is worth filling up the flashcard with, or whatever, the, whatever you call it. <laughs> is it called a flashcard? No. Uh, What's it called? It doesn't fucking matter. How could this be a big payoff? <laughs> Memory card, actually. <laughs> Standing ovation. Now you're going on the road. Where yep. are you going? You're going to the south. Going to the Let's south. Let's hear these tour dates, and I'll oh, tell you if I've been there. Uh... Uh, I'm going to New Orleans tomorrow. Been there. <laughs> Which where are you playing in, in New Orleans? Um, I don't know, some like open mic or something. Uh, <laughs> I didn't schedule a show in New Orleans. I'm just passing through there because my first scheduled show is in Baton Rouge. Oh, I've done that as well. Thank um, you. All. <laughs> thank you. I performed in Baton Rouge. I can't. As well. thank he, you. It's like that person who who brings up who wants the person to talk about the thing so they can talk about their thing. No, no, no. This is about you. No, <laughs> it's, it's not at all what you just said. It's right not. <laughs> Sorry, but it's not. <laughs> Sorry that the um, cruel thing didn't pay off. Uh, uh, Hattiesburg. I, yeah, I did a show there. In Hattiesburg. I did. Okay. Recently. And these are all like bar shows, and I've never been to. Well, Hattiesburg. I didn't think you were playing an arena in Hattiesburg. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Ben Cronenberg's an arena act in, in Mississippi? It's, it's, it's like it's like the rodeo one night, and then then Ben Cronenberg the next. Well, night. well, you were, when you were asking me where, I was just trying to clarify that. I don't. Ne doesn't necessarily. I'm know. just gonna assume they're so, all bar shows. They're, they're all bar shows. Uh, there, no, some of them are like theaters. There's where a else cool, are you going? 
I'm what? going to the High Watt in Nashville. I'm doing that as well, April 6th. Check it out. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> uh, you're so... <laughs> you're so Todd. You're Where else so you go? Todd. Um, I'm going to uh, Pensacola, Florida. The handlebar? Yeah. Boom, been there. Uh, <laughs> this is good. I can get Columbia, you... South Carolina. Been there. Um... I, I almost hope that you say one I haven't been to. Cause well, yeah, I don't know. Bring I don't me know down if there's one. There's, there's another one. A mobile? Mo- mobile? I've never done mo- a show in mobile. Mo- mobile. Mobile? Cool, I've heard it's a cool city. Is it mobile? I think it's mobile. Mobile? Uh, they'll let you know down there, though. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I don't... And I, and I have some other dates, and then I'm going back to... Uh, um, whatever, I'm going to L.A. for a couple days. Have you played the South before? Um... Uh, yeah, I have. I've done some colleges in the South, and I've done some like indie shows, like maybe I've done the High Watt before and things like that. But those are, I think that where I'm going, it's like comedy communities, so it's not going to be like I'm just going to some random bar, right. like a like the Blues your fans. Brothers. You're going to yeah. get some fans, yeah, some just like-minded, like what's going on here tonight. Yeah, yeah, like this, like people that would be here. You hear that? Would be there. <clears throat> <laughs> wow. Wait, not quite bad. Hopefully, better than that. <laughs> See, I wasn't trying to placate you like he was. <laughs> he was, really, he was just, <laughs> I was insulting them. I wasn't placating them. <laughs> but isn't, isn't it reversed? Isn't there a paradigm shift when we're dealing with you? Because it's like, like the insult is the compliment. Oh, my right? God. That is a paradigm shift. <laughs> right? Like your sarcasm is your sincerity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not necessarily. <laughs> um, not necessarily. Uh, no, I, I'm <laughs> sincere, but it's hard when you're sarcastic because then you say something sincere, people go. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's it's. Hard I to, was saying hello to you. They're saying hello to you. I know <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to differentiate sometimes that sarcasm, patronizing. Is it patronizing or patronizing? Well, <laughs> well, I know the difference between patronizing and sarcastic is the difference between Roseanne and Fraser. Well, on that note, <laughs> Ben Kronberg, everybody, let's hear Thank it. Thank you. Him. Move over. Yeah, move over. I'm moving. Moving. How long did I talk to you, Ben? What do you think? How long did I talk to Ben for? Would you say? Ten minutes. Twelve. Someone's. I think. I feel like the person who said twelve is correct. Twenty. Holy shit! If you average it all up, it's exactly the amount of time I wanted to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 12 plus 10 plus 20 <laughs> divided by 3. I'm sure someone's already figured that out. <laughs> did you enjoy? I did. All right. You had a good time? Yeah, I did. Top five podcast experiences? Um, I've done a lot of podcasts, but this is like actually the, this is my letterman of podcasts. <laughs> You're my letterman. Holy shit. No, you are. Seriously, this is like, uh, you know, you probably guys have never heard me before, right? <laughs> Applaud if you've right? heard of Ben before. <laughs> Um, but maybe yeah, a couple. Okay, fair. You're enough. the lead guest, so if this word letterman, you'd be like Tom Cruise or something. Yeah. I should have ended that when I ended it. <laughs> My next guest, I don't know that well. Seems nice though. 
I know how to say her name. Eliza Schlesinger, everybody. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, have a seat, Eliza. Welcome, Eliza. I feel like we're on a panel. We are on a panel. This is a panel discussion at South by Southwest about something unbelievably specific. So specific. <laughs> and it's nine in the morning. I feel so bad for all the people in my hotel that are, what is it, I hear? I lose them so easily. I have like four to my name. Like there's like, I feel so bad to be able to go to them that can't like just get shit faced. I've got to go to a panel on like women's rights in the media. You're like, oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Sit in pantyhose and listen to that. I want to go to, I want to do a panel. Let's think of a great topic for me. Okay. And we'll do it immediately after this podcast. <laughs> now, Eliza, I was at uh, Chicago's O'Hare Airport the other day, last night. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Flying from Michigan. And I see someone getting on my flight yeah. who had a hoodie, big old movie star sunglass. I'm like, oh, that's got to be a famous person going to South by Southwest. Who's it going to be? Then we made eye contact, and it was you. It was me. Try to give off the vibe. But I was actually go- trying to figure out who you were. I thought it and was And then it, weird, it was weird that it turned out that I actually had a connection to you. We do. We have actually another connection. Do you know what it is besides that? Is this going to be something upsetting to me? No. <laughs> you know, your father... <laughs> uh, Beat the in, shit out of my dad. You're in Deadbeat, the Hulu show. I am in Deadbeat, the My Hulu cousin show. wrote it. You are in the last episode. I am in the first episode. Oh, my God. And That's so bookended. Here. Yeah, it's perfect. That's why I'm here. You guys know the term bookended? <laughs> Could do a panel on that. So were you sort of... I mean, is that just the way you were dressed, or were you sort of... Or do people... Do you get recognized a lot? Because you were dressed like somebody was trying. those two questions are two different. Okay. Answer both of them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I dressed like a slob. Oh, I didn't think you were slob. You, look, oh. you looked like a star. Oh, yeah. That's but not I do that. That's not, It's like, it's just effortless. <laughs> it was pajamas. I tried it. And you have sunglasses on because I hate flight attendants. Like, hate them. And I don't want them to talk to me. And I genuinely feel that every single fucking person on my flight is evil until they sit down next to me and say hi. But until then... I noticed, because you were in first class and I was in coach. It's, a friend got me the upgrade. I didn't buy it. So. Who's that friend? I need that name. <laughs> Tell your friend I'm United Silver and that's even fucking... Silver? Yeah, I know. I know. Watch out. Silver's bottom, that's bottom tier. You start at Silver. It's the podcast of Frequent Flyer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your friend hooked you up with an upgrade? Yeah. Oh my God. When you certain levels, you get all the upgrades. You get a bunch of them. And uh, so no, I could talk. This is what I talk about. Upgrades. I could talk about air travel all day. Well, let's do it. Let's fucking let's, do let's it. Let's do it for at least. Let's do it for the same twelve minutes that I gave. Yeah. Allegedly twelve minutes. It was more than twelve. I think it was a good fifteen. I went and got a thing, and I went to. I what did you? You were gonna go get a coffee, and you got a Red Bull. Oh, yeah, I was afraid I wouldn't be back in time. That's very thoughtful of you. So, why do you hate flight attendants? Are there any in here? These I, are the cool flight attendants. I just genuinely, I just genuinely feel that they're just power hungry, and any any chance they get, they're to, they're Nazis in flight, and any chance they get to fuck with you, they will. Whether you're nice, then they go mean, or if you're really mean, then they go nice with like, ma'am, sir, like that kind of shit. I'm from Texas, so like that voice makes you uncomfortable. Um, and they just everything is they're just the power hungry. And they hate their job, so they take it out on everyone. And I'm a perfect flyer. I don't even ask for a beverage from the cart. So Seriously? I do nothing, and all I ask in return is that they just leave me alone. So you fly for six hours? You don't even have a sparkling water? I sleep water? the entire time. Really? In a ball. 
That's why I dress in pajamas, as you saw, because uh-huh. it's more comfortable. I don't understand these people that get dressed for flights. Like when people wear like tight jeans. It's basically you're putting on tight jeans to sit in a coffin. People used to dress up to fly. People used to wear like suits and ties. And they used to have like China. It used to be a nice thing. I know. And then they started making it affordable. And then steerage came. Then all you people were able to fly. Yeah. (laughs) All of us. So I just think flight tends. That was a risky thing I just did there. But they were on. They were over. You got them early on. Yeah. They were like, he's he's just joking. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's he's, he's just fucking around. It's cool. It's comedy. Even though he just really insulted. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. Now you went on a tear on Twitter about some TSA incident. What was that about? That was like a it was like a thirty tweet tear. You went. I did go on a tear. I wrote the whole thing out and then I sat there portioning it out into hundred forty <laughs> characters. And it was the only thing to like calm my nerves, so I didn't put like a chair through a window. Basically, I don't know if you fly a lot as comics do. You can do TSA pre-check. Yeah, I got this is it. What the panel needs to be on. You can do TSA pre-check, and uh, it's where you give the government a lot of information about yourself, so that you don't have to wait in the line with everyone else. Because the idea is that you fly so much, and they know so much about you, you're super low risk. So I got TSA pre-check, and I brought my dog with me, as I do. We went through the thing, and they randomly were like, "You have to take your shoes off." And I was like, "Is it because you have a dog?" And I was like, "Well, I don't see what the dog has to do with the shoes, but you have a middle school education, so we're not going to fuck with you because you have retard strength." And so I didn't say that. So. I take the shoes off, and as an American citizen with freedom of speech, all I said was, kind of defeats the purpose of pre-check, i got to take my shoes off, officer. And then he was like, he goes, well, you know, you have to do it because your shoes have metal. And I was just like, okay. I go, I don't think this is the face of terrorism, a blonde girl with a dachshund. I don't think that. And he took offense to that, and he was like, well, what is the face of terrorism? And I was like, nah, you're not going to get me to say what it is, because we know it doesn't look like this, but Okay. And then he made some comment about Richard Reed having blonde hair at one point. I don't even think that's right. And I blank as it was 7 a.m. I go, who's Richard Reed? And if it isn't at the forefront of your minds right now, that's because you're not crazy people. Um, and I went and Googled it, and he doesn't have blonde hair. And so I just pretty much lost my shit because you are a urinal cake for a living. And he's a fucking walking four loco can, and he's telling me what I can and can't do. And I, the whole idea of like someone like that with authority, it's when stupid people get authority. This should be a fucking panel on this. When stupid people get authority, telling you what, because they, they, they get so excited that they get to take you down a peg. I just wanted to go through, I just wanted to keep my shoes on. That's all I so want. So did he, you still have to take them off though, right? Take them, yeah, because you don't want to get put in like airport jail. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to have to like miss the festival. Oh, that would have been a cool story though. Because I'm detained and like, like Todd O'Hare. can't make it. I'm in jail. <laughs> but it's detained. It's not like jail, jail. It's yeah, like yeah, a I holding know. room with like bad lighting and like more TSA people. Right. No one was like, I graduated Harvard and then joined TSA to make a difference. It's the court gave me a choice: either go to the TSA program or serve some time. Because you need to feed your children. That's another court order, you piece of shit. So put on this blue uniform. I'm sweating under this. I'm so upset right now. Oh, good. This is getting this next level stuff. This is getting gritty. This is getting Austin-y. They're very kind here in Austin, but you got most of the people in this crowd came from somewhere else. They're not from Austin. Really? Where are you from? That's only, that's only 90% of you. So. Somebody told me that, that a lot of people... You guys are, are born there. in Austin, really? You were? All right, sir. Well, you're an asshole. This guy's about ready It's a to... very mellow city. I'm from this Dallas. He's losing his mind so. over here. From Dallas, yeah. 
Dallas is, is it, I've had, what am I trying to say about Dallas? <laughs> Didn't used to think it was a fun city, but as I went there more and more, yeah, uh, it was okay. Um, when it's you're the worst f- thing I've ever said about <laughs> When you're from Dallas and you leave the state, the great state of Texas, and you go somewhere else and you say where you're from, say I'm from Texas, I'm from Dallas, people always go, oh my God, I love Austin. And you're like, it's funny, I didn't say Austin. <laughs> and I always think of Austin. Dallas is like the sister that like married well, did everything she was supposed to do, like balances a checkbook. And Austin's like the really hot hippie sister that like ran off with like the lead singer of a band. But she's like the bait. Everyone loves her. And the older sister's like, I'm trying real hard and I'm being fiscally responsible. And Austin is like, ah, ecstasy, music fast. <laughs> oh, that. I'm not wearing shoes, but it's cool. Man, glad I have a guest from Texas. That's all I bring to the panel. Um, How long did you live in Dallas? Uh, My whole life. I went to school in Boston. I I left Dallas when I was 18. Have you played? I have. They hate Jews. I'm Jewish. That's why I think that. I think they do. Do you think the the club hates Jews? I think the owner's a little anti-Semitic. Ooh, we'll be removing that. Oh, that's right. It's a podcast. I forgot. It's not just us. Okay. That's going to be a... Let me see the time code on that. For my sake, yeah, take that out. That will be... When you're a Jew, you think everyone's anti-Semitic. Any any sort of lawsuit will topple a podcast. There's there's no, like, I I don't have an army of podcast lawyers waiting. No, we got your back. Pro bono on this one. So when you come back to Dallas, are you like, oh, that's where you did your special, though, right? I did. I shot it in Dallas. Netflix special, I War did, Paint. Yeah. It's called War Paint. How's it doing on Netflix? Do you it's know doing, numbers? I don't know the numbers, but it's got like a four out of five stars. Um, and But all the reviews are mean. Because only shitty people take time to write like shitty things. Either people love it. It's never mediocre. Like if you go on Yelp, it's always like, this place can eat my fucking balls. Or like, I love the sauce here. Like it's one of the two. Were you so here the, when we were talking about Yelp? No, I miss. I'm sorry. What? Ha- why? What? Ben went on in his tear. No, we can all talk about it. I turned it off. Uh oh. You shut off his mic. I love that. It's like this is my time. Here. Hello. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, that was all she wanted was for my mic to be shut off. <laughs> no, that's okay. no. Ben, um, ben got a bad Yelp review at a comedy. Yeah, club. yeah. Somebody reviewed you on Yelp. Well, they reviewed the comedy club, but sort club? of described me um, <laughs> within the thing. They didn't say my name, but they basically, of any, they described. Cred- we'll be removing this also. About what was the club? Well, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm well, he'll take it out. We look at the Jew hating stuff that I said, and he'll take out your stuff. Won't you? This can't be like a four, fourteen hour edit. Of can, if, <laughs> so unless you can say the N word the most and just make work for his editor. Uh... Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Comedy Works. Denver? Comedy Works, yeah, in Denver. I'm going. Yeah, oh, bet, yeah. Really? Everybody, everybody gets booked there but me. Oh, you know it would be cool? I have a Yelp guy. account, I've Seeker one. I should write a bad review, a, sec- a second bad review. <laughs> Just in case they were thinking about forgiving it. <laughs> it's like, oh, this guy, he must have been really bad. <laughs> One's a fluke, too, uh, so that's got to be a real consensus. Did month. they hate your act or they hated the club and they lumped you in with it? Oh, no, I'm so sorry. I mean... Uh, uh, did you already I tell mean, them? I mean, yeah, we already told sorry, them. Sorry, but I think they didn't like me. They didn't like the whole night. Is what I, what I was saying was what you were saying about Yelp is just it's like, you know, complain 
film. But we need that because otherwise people will bring a gun to school. So people need like a oh, thing. Oh, like, you're, they, like when you're tweeting and stuff. Like you, you need that outlet. Out you need that outlet to complain. Because like you know, in the moment, like you're not going to call over a manager. And the manager gives like the least fucks. And so if you go, it's just a good outlet. It's like creative writing. No one really gets hurt. And and maybe some bite people. I don't know. Ben I would have rather. Club, by the way. You were banned from the club? So I would have rather had them drive have this woman drive my kids into the ocean then give me this review. Oh my god. Because I'm not on this planet to have kids. I'm on this planet to tell jokes. You tell them that every night. <laughs> Good night, pillow. Yeah. You saw that news story, though, the woman that tried to drive try driving yeah. into the ocean. That's kind of funny. Because people have done it in 16. I mean, it's funny that... No, I was hoping someone video. would bring that up. <laughs> That was the elephant. I was, I, was, I, was, I was hoping someone would bring a horrible story about it. About a woman killing her. Oh. How often down your own, are you on the road there, Eliza? Almost Constantly, every, right? Yeah. Does that drive you crazy? No, I like it. Yeah? I like, I like it. <laughs> uh, like 40 weeks out of here? No. Um, I, I do bring the dog. People think, some people think it's annoying. Some people look forward to it. I don't know. It's really, it's actually, it sounds so sad. It's really, I did it for companionship. So it's really nice. You should have your dog sell your merch for you. She sits there. Oh, she sits there. And people come and they pet her. And people's favorite joke to do is, because I do this bit with her once in a while, put her in the act. And they come over afterward. They always ask me, is this really your dog? And I'm like, yeah, you don't rent dogs for the night. And fucking Schenectady, wherever the fuck we are. Um, and then they say, did she fly here with you? And I'm like, no, she ran alongside the plane at lightning speed. And then people love, because, like, you know, like, you have to deal with other people's senses of humor when they come up to you after. And they are not professionals, and they want to be funny. And the joke they always say, they're like, like, you were the star. And they look at the dog, and then they look at me, and they go, you were okay, too. <laughs> this is my life. That's pretty funny, though. It's not. It's, uh, it gets tired. Do they pose with pictures with the dog? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's... That, you should charge for that. I mean, that's like, what, 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 how would you quantify that? By... Setting a price. <laughs> what would you charge? It's like free, you know, if you want to say hi to me, that's free. You want to involve my dog and violate my dog's privacy. No. We can like, do that for 10 bucks. It's like dog slave labor. No. They just, they just do it. They let her touch the dog. They let them touch the dog. So you always bring your dog? Pretty much. I didn't bring her this because... I was at a gig before and I didn't know how dog friendly the festival I would have was. set up a fifth mic. For the dog? <laughs> she's silent. Okay. She's got no front teeth and she's silent. Oh, well, then I'm glad she didn't show up. She's, yeah. <laughs> it would have been a rough interview. <laughs> What's your dog's name? Blanche. Blanche. Do I seem like a loser because I talk about my dog so much? I swear I date like hot dudes. That's cool. I'm not like. You date hot dudes? Not lately. <laughs> You date ugly guys? No. Okay. Do you hook up on the road? No. That's, that's the question that was in the air. Uh, you can't, for girls, it's different for girls and boys. First of all, it's not safe. Like, if, if a guy meets a girl, like a comic, a male comic meets a girl, like a waitress and he has sex with her or whatever, you can go with her to her house or to a bar. If I did that, like, that's unhealthy. You Okay, rape is in the air. And... It's just not safe, and it's not. You're not going to see. What's that smell? What is that smell? It's looming. 
It's like a rendering plant. It smells like, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I think hooking up on the road is a horrible idea. Um, and it's a great way to just like get really gross really fast. For girls, guys are gross. So, male comics are so gross. They do gross things. And that's, they're, I like to what, watch like, what, what do we do that's so gross? Like tell your kids, like I'm not on this planet for you. Yeah. But those are made up kids. Male comics do. Oh, you don't have kids? No. Oh, I thought you had kids. I don't make babies. I make jokes about babies. Oh. I feel like I've heard that. Before. I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know either of you. Um, Hi. I don't know how I got booked here. Uh, male comics, like, I have no plenty of guys that are like, bang a waitress or like sleep with a girl on the road and be like, I feel really bad. I didn't call her. Like, guys, they're good guys. Guys do things. That doesn't sound so gross, though. For a girl? Yeah, if you met a girl that was like, I slept with, like, two of the male waiters, like, last night, and, like, I just feel gross. Like, you'd be like, ah, oh, that's those are poor choices. Sometimes I've... Uh, but sometimes to be fair, there are, there's almost never male waiters. At yeah, that's weird. I'd be like, you slept with a gay waiter? <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do after the show? If you're not hooking up, there's got, what else is there to do? Honestly? I, I go back to my room, and I... I want to say, like, I write. I don't write. I watch, like, free HBO, and I order, like, a lot of room service, and I just fuck around on, like, Facebook and Twitter until, like, 4 a.m., and I go to bed. I don't have to be up till like, 8 p.m. What if you have to do awful morning radio, though? Oh, then you got to do it. Then you got to go do it. Do you like doing it? I think it's, it's one of the worst things you can do, that you can be put through, because if you get a bad... They're not on, like, the TSA, like, failed at something... A lot of bad, some morning radio, there's an art to it and they're great, but a lot of them, they either like don't know who you are, not that you should, but like Google your guest and they sit there and they're just, they always ask like, what's it like to be a funny female? So you're marginally attractive. You hook up on the road. Um, <laughs> Look, my question was coming was, from an honest place. Please note that that was Ben's question. Respectful host. You do morning radio or do you probably don't have to? Right? At my level, my, you know, they just announced the show once and the tickets are gone. It's done. Yeah. I'm in there for, I took an hour car ride. I did two hours of radio the other day. Did you really? Begging, I'm taking, here's a Groupon. Do you Please think it does anything? Show. I don't know if it means. It does. People really? listen to morning radio. I feel like anyone, sometimes I feel like anyone who's listening to this show, I don't want you to come to my show. Because <laughs> I don't think you're a good person. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> I try to avoid it, yeah. But clubs get mad at you if you don't want to do it. If you're, I mean, if you get to the point where your shows are already sold out, then you don't need to do it. Right. Right? That's something no one on this panel can relate to. <laughs> Can't even fill out my, what is like a thousand people here? That's not enough. There's a thousand people here. I like that it's dark, so it looks it's like a real concert we're talking. You guys feel like you're watching a concert? Oh, it did fill up. Okay. Yeah, this is the hottest ticket. Edward Snowden is in the back. So. <laughs> this has got more. This sold more tickets than the Snowden simulcast. <laughs> Lady Gaga's going. Where is everyone? <laughs> Why isn't anyone at my keynote? <laughs> Did Doritos pay for her to be here? I don't know. I think Doritos like gave her like two million dollars or something. Somebody told me. Somebody. Look, we got I say gave. You say sponsored. Someone's much smarter. That's fine. Doritos yeah, sponsored. Did. What, they buy our plane ticket? <laughs> we'll put that on the Doritos account. <laughs> Is JetBlue okay? <laughs> they serve our products. No, they don't. I think there's, Pop chips, right? There's some artists that you think, like, wouldn't... I mean, everybody's got to make money, but, like, I guess you think of Lady Gaga as being sort of un, 
I don't know, like unenticed by promotional things like that. Mm, I wouldn't say that. I don't think of her. I wouldn't I don't, say that about Lady She's not Gaga. like holding up. I don't know. It's not like, like she's, she's Pete Seeger or something. <laughs> I don't think she. No, you're laughing, but I don't think I'm wrong here. I'm not afraid of that. I just can't picture Lady Gaga going. I don't do commercials. What commercials is she in, though? For, I mean, huh? she did SNL, and that's like just one long commercial for her, right? Way to kill our way to kill my show, Ben. <laughs> What do you got coming up, Eliza? Um, I'm gonna, when did, like on the it's road. Gonna, whatever you want to, you know. I'm gonna be in a helium in Buffalo. Oh, cool. And the people, thank you. The people I heard listening that's a good. To the, I've heard that's a good club. It is actually. a good club, but Buffalo. The people listening to this can't see the face I made when I said Buffalo. Um, <laughs> Buffalo. I'll be at the Denver Comedy Works. I'll be. Fuck you. Yeah. Be at a bunch of things. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should cancel that, that Denver gig out of respect for your fellow. I want to know what you did that made them so I'll happy. tell you what he did. He went up there and he, he kind of like the way he is now. Imagine a show of that. <laughs> imagine paying for that. Imagine, imagine it not being a podcast and like, oh my God, this is supposed to be fucking bringing it. <laughs> I've, like, I've, I've, I've You've never I seen me perform? Uh-uh. You don't even know what I'm about? Uh-uh. He's funny. I've done my he research on you. I know what you're like. I don't. I just know your face because the club I was just in has posters of all the comics, and his giant face is in the green room. So I've been well, staring the, all the weekend. Well, the picture was giant. No, you got a big face. <laughs> no, it's just a giant. It was a blown up picture, to be fair. I've never. I was just. I always wonder. I. I've gotten in altercations at clubs, but the club always sided with me. But I always get nervous that they're going to be like, "Look, you can't hit customers." Well, you would hope it was. It's my home. It's it's my home club, and they. I it's was, your home was, club, and yeah, they, yeah it's where home? I. It's where I started. It's where I did my first two minutes. It's where you started. It's where you finished. Also, it's here. <laughs> Eliza Schlesinger, everybody. Thank you. All right. The final guest. First walkout. First walkout. Can't believe I have a walkout at a podcast. I can't believe I pointed out a walkout. She's got to go to the bathroom. She's laughing so hard. I can't imagine anyone walking out of this. This one went. This one's. This is better than the one I did in Montreal. Yeah. And, and better. What's that? South by. You're the heckler. I don't. That doesn't even make sense. Oh, you're better than Montreal? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Someone's clearly never been to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> it is better than Montreal. It is fun. It is fun. I think it's got French. This is the Montreal of Texas. How about that? Do you guys have poutine here? Is there poutine? Do you really? Do you have bad potatoes? <laughs> I just did a poutine joke. I can't believe that. <laughs> I would be banned from every Canadian club if, I, if they get wind of this. <laughs> If Canadian Yelp hears about this. If they found out you were here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Ladies and gentlemen, my final guest, Andre Dubuche, everybody. Ooh. Andre Dubuche. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Andre, man. I don't know. Uh, what are we going to talk about? I don't know, Todd. What do you want to talk about? Wow, look how polite they are. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you guys had laughed at that moment, we'd be off. Anticipation. I haven't seen you in years. No, that's right. Uh, or have I? I don't think so. I mean, we met probably, what would you say, like late 90s, the whole Luna Lounge scene in New York? Uh, I wasn't born in the 90s. So I, 
How cool are you saying that you're like 14 years old? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think if you're going to lie about your age, you really should go for it. <laughs> I'm 14 years old, babe. <laughs> this is a school project right now? I was born, I was born in 2000. Well, I, I got to say, I'm very impressed, Todd. No, we, we met at this Luna Lounge, the birthplace of New York alt comedy. Yeah. Which is a term I take very seriously. Which is now what? Probably like a, a luxury apartment building or something? It is. Yeah. It's, and it's where I live. Also. <laughs> Penthouse, baby. So you're a 14-year-old <laughs> who lives in a penthouse on the Lower East Side uh, of Manhattan. That's, I didn't that's plan rich... on saying any of this stuff. So I, <laughs> some of it might not work out logically. <laughs> what, um, so you used to, yeah, you were funny and you are funny, but then you sort of, you, you don't go on the road or anything, do you? No, no. Um, Why not? Well, I work at. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean that's worked. Uh, I, I, I have a day. I write. I write for Conan, so that is a uh, job that keeps me in one place. Yeah. And so right. I, I try to perform, but it's all in Los Angeles generally. My question was stupid. I knew you wrote for Conan. <laughs> Can't be like, hey, I'm taking Wednesday through Saturday off. I actually did. Got a gig. Did you really? Yeah. I mean, I'm supposed to be at work today, and I'm basically playing hooky. Really? They're very nice over there. Yeah. So. When you tell them. What you did today. They're like, I'll, I'll play them this podcast and they'll be like, it was worth it. They'll be like, oh my God, you didn't even have to ask us for a day off. <laughs> if, this, if he ever asks you to come back, just go ahead and do just it. Just don't even ask. Just, just go don't there. Even show up. How long have you been working for Conan? Uh, five years. So yeah, I started at the very, very end of um, Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Like, uh, I got hired January of 2009. So I worked on that show for two months. Basically, right it was en- as it was ending, and then moved to L.A. for the whole Tonight Show uh, adventure, <laughs> and then uh, and I'm on the show on TBS. You like working there? Yes. You're laughing at that question. It's not a no, it's question. Fucking what are your hours? Because I know people who work at Conan, they work like 90 hours a week sometimes. Uh, that's the old. That was what it was like on like the late night show. But our hours are pretty hum- human on this show. It's like. You know, nine to seven, nine to eight, on a on a long day, and uh, that's a yeah. that's a very long day. You want to know what that's I eat? Eleven hours. I yeah. Know what you eat? I was like, what are your hours? What do you? How's the the commissary is pretty good. What was your question, Eliza? You said you want to know what I eat, and I said I want to know what you eat. You want to know what I eat? I want to know what you eat. Most I love talking about food. Yeah. I want to guess what you eat. All right, good. Bro. All good. Here we go. You get to work. Nice. Yes. And you have a, a Greek yogurt. No. <laughs> that would have been a uh, monster moment. Breakfast sandwich? Uh, occasionally, yeah, yeah, I have those. Breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. They make them there? Yeah, they, they make good ones. Two breakfast sandwiches. Aww. I don't yeah, love sometimes. <laughs> I like how you're, you're like, aw, big guy. I was very motherly of you. Whatever it takes to get you through the day, dear. We're going to load you up with breakfast sandwiches. Does the breakfast make you tired? No, no. If you eat a good, heavy breakfast, it actually like gives you energy for the whole day. That whole cliche of breakfast. Oh, I'm sorry. Most important. No, I know. like this stuff. It's true. Oh, <laughs> I get so tired. I like food talk. Well, I mean, you don't want to like jam a bunch of pancakes down your throat. Like, if you have like, you wouldn't want to jam anything down your throat. I, <laughs> I, I guess I don't know why I picked that terminology. You haven't seen how I eat breakfast, I guess. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> get in there. It's two breakfast sandwiches. At once. Have you ever had a breakfast corn dog? One of the—it's like a sausage wrapped in a, a, a 
blueberry pancake. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a real thing. I believe you, Ben. No, I've not had one a of those. blueberry pancake? Yeah. That I sounds did. like the worst thing to have for breakfast. Like, you go right to sleep. Yeah, you don't want all the sugar. It sounds very rich. I don't know. Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> I enjoyed that moment, though. The whole yeah, food thing was great. So yeah. you eat a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Sometimes. 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 Or sometimes two. <laughs> and you're 14. And then you have a morning meeting, right? Uh, yeah, not all the time. Like half the, half the time we have a morning meeting. And it's like each day is completely kind of unstructured. It's like it kind of just every day is really different. Like so sometimes we'll meet first thing in the morning. Sometimes we won't meet until the end of the day. Um, sometimes we're meeting multiple times a day. There's, you know, sometimes there's two meetings. Sometimes there's... Th- Three meetings. Holy shit. There can be zero meetings. All right, this has been a long way of saying that there can be anywhere from zero <laughs> to three meetings, probably capping it off at three on any given day. Now, when the, you do- the days are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then there's a Friday. I- when I do a podcast, all I'm looking for is stuff like that that takes a lot of time. Because <laughs> I feel like I do the time. You've we just got a couple got a laps, we're done. <laughs> third meeting day. I, th- I would think I was in trouble if someone called a third meeting. You're going, know, fucking third meeting? What, what didn't happen those first two meetings? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Something you didn't like, a little bit I wrote? I would be, if I were writing on your show, I'd be like, you get one meeting. Wait, you're, you're dictating the terms? Every other day. All right. Million dollars a week, <laughs> one meeting every other day, and I work ten to four. And you're commuting to your penthouse. Yeah. No, they get me a place in LA. Oh, so they have to get you a place in LA as well. Did you move to LA for the job, or were you going to move there anyway? No, for the job. Yeah, I I wouldn't have moved if it hadn't been for the job. But uh, luckily, I actually like it in LA. So. Do you like it more? Yeah, I think I do. At this age, like I'm 42 now, and I think in my 20s and early 30s, New York was a lot of fun. But the older I got, I was getting ready to make a change. It was just becoming too fast-paced and crowded for me. And now I like to sort of take my time in the sun and eat my breakfast sandwiches <laughs> in the hot California sun. Do you have sun. any of these meetings outside? <laughs> no. Actually, now we, we have them in, <laughs> indoors. You'd be like, you should be like, Kona, we're not in New York anymore. Let's talk to go outside. Let's make some sun tea and do it. I would love it. I would love it. But there's really no like, nice place to go sit outside uh, on our lot. It's, unless we all go sit in the cafeteria and then you're just kind of, you know, it's too loud and people walking all over the place. And, fuck it then. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> all right. We won't. I think I've used the word fuck twice on this episode. Those will be bleeped out. Is that too many? I do, I'm on the Clean Podcast Network. I said, I said it a bunch. I'm sorry. Is that I really don't care. a Clean no, I don't Podcast Network? No, no, no. no. I, there should, uh, there's a whole clean comedy movement. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> no, profanity's great. Corporate gigs. What's yeah. that? Corporate, corporate gigs. Yeah, yeah. corporate gigs. Oh, yeah. Have corporate you never gig. done a corporate gig? Have I done any corporate gigs? No. Have you done any uh, bar shows? I do almost exclusively I bar know. shows. That's have a callback. Have you done me. Hattiesburg? Have I done one? <laughs> Hattiesburg, Alabama. Hattiesburg, Alabama. It's no, not I in don't. Alabama. It's Mississippi. And don't I when you're down there, don't you. say it's the same thing. <laughs> I was testing you. I've done very little performing on the road, actually. That's why I look forward to these festivals so much. 
because that's like the one chance I get to go on the road and soak up another city. So, Austin's a good city, right? Love it. How much is a house here? Five thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> really? I'm going to go buy four houses after this show. I am going to buy ninety houses. <laughs> I'll live in like 80 of them. <laughs> That's a busy schedule. 10 I'll rent out for $100 a year. <laughs> to pay the mortgage. <laughs> I, I just love how your ridiculous numbers are. It's like, I'm going to hit you high and then I'm going to hit you low. It's like a fucking, it's rope-a-doping. No, it's not rope-a-doping. It's uh, whatever you call some boxing term. It's, it's, it's good work is what I'm saying. It is. It's really well skilled. Well skilled? That's not a word. It's skilled good. That's not. <laughs> now I went to your website. Now this is interesting. Uh -huh. I went to your website. It's, it's bright orange. Yep. Then I clicked on your Tumblr. Exact same shade of orange. Yep. That's a. You should a have plan. a booth yeah. here at South by Southwest <laughs> just to talk about that. <laughs> it's called branding. Uh, people see the color orange, and they're like that guy. Is uh, now I want some fruit. So I, I guess it's not. Yeah, I don't know why I picked orange. But. No, orange is a great color. It is. I went to University of Florida, so I, I bleed orange. I thought that would get a big laugh. <laughs> this crowd's—they're getting tired. This crowd—they're thinking about the other eighty shows they're going to see today. <laughs> How big is the audience? So the lights are so. Oh wow! Holy cow! All right. It's, it's I a, thought there was literally like six people sitting right in front of us. <laughs> No, don't be thrown off by the audience reaction. There's more than six. <laughs> that's, the that's the perceived attendance. Actual attendance. I would call this, like, when people ask me, when, I'm, when I talk to my six managers in Beverly Hills later, <laughs> and they cancer on the special phone whenever I'm calling to report about the podcast <laughs> that they don't even know I do, I'm going to say uh, it was a respectable size crowd. Yeah. It's full. Solid. It's respectable, and they are being respectful. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. This is a nice crowd. This is one of those crowds like, I wish I had merch to sell. You don't have merch? No, I don't. You don't bring, like, CDs or, I don't know, I do bring them, or? but not when it's a podcast thing. I should have, though. I would have made one, two, three, four. <laughs> Let's see if they each bought $100 worth of merch. <laughs> you can pay off your 90 houses. That's pay off 90. That's I can buy, $400 million. I can buy a 91st house. You heard me on 91st House. Maybe you didn't hear me, or you did hear me and you didn't want to react. I'm afraid that's what happens. Let's hear some good stories. You got any stories? Do I got any stories? And that's the worst uh, question I could... If someone asked me that question, I would say... You got any stories? Hey, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, what, what do you want to know about? What? If you have any good Conan celebrity stories? Um, you know what? We don't get a lot of interaction with celebrities... I uh, I met Kevin Spacey, who was very nice, and who uh, found ways of getting his Johnny Carson impression into conversation. Really like, off camera? Yeah, yeah. This was in his dressing room. Like, in, and he he yeah, he does a very good Johnny Carson impression. But uh, I don't know why he was deciding to show it off in the middle. He's of frustrated. Yeah. He's like, I don't like being on a house of cards. <laughs> I've always wanted to be an impressionist. <laughs> Uh, Did you tell him yeah. that the Johnny Carson impression is about half a step more difficult than a Jack Nicholson impression? 
I didn't. I didn't want to solid pop good stuff. <laughs> I just did my car. I, I, yeah, he, he kept being like, I, I did not know that. So that kind of. Oh my god. Kind of thing. <laughs> I want to hear that again. Is, uh, was that a? I I did not know that. Is that that's not even an accurate Johnny Carson impression, is it? No. Pretty close. Somebody just said no. <laughs> no. I like this. So like a nineteen-year-old. That's not an accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who never even heard, never even heard of Carson Daly. They're like, oh, no, no, no. a Johnny Carson impression. I've heard better. When I'm, when I'm playing fucking whatever video game, I hear better Johnny Carson impressions. So good if I had a video game, that would have been great. So Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I just yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm such a. I, I wish I had like good, awesome Hollywood stories, but I just know it's like pretty much a day job, and every once in a while I get to like shake a hand of some actor because I happen to be working on some bit that they're doing, but it's like brief. And they're always no nice, right? That's they're always nice, and no one's offering me piles of cocaine or sex or any of that stuff that I assumed went hand in hand. You know, it's better than sex. A really solid Johnny Carson impression. <laughs> sex, anyone could get sex, but to be, you know, an audience for a solid. I did not know that. <laughs> an audience of one in a dressing room trying to, trying to get ready for a show. Yeah, it was, it was very amusing. That would be and, cool if he if he did that impression. And you were just like, could you just talk in your regular voice? <laughs> or I'm gonna walk. Or just away be like, I'm not. Who? Why are you talking that way? Who is that? It's like save it for save it for when you're out there. I'm going to be doing your show in a, in, a, in about twelve days. Are you doing stand up or paneling? I'm doing both. Awesome, that's yeah. great. Yeah, it didn't go that well last time. I don't think. You don't think? I don't know. I don't. I always think you'd do well. Well, no. If it hadn't gone well, we would have talked about it at, at work, and so we didn't. So it must have really, well. you guys talk? Oh, there we go. Oh yeah, there's something to talk about. <laughs> Serving up some juicy gossip right now. People. All right, yeah. So while they're yeah, while the stand-up segments are being taped, generally the whole writing staff is watching it on TV and Judge. being very harsh uh, and judgmental. Oh, can I do uh, it? Can I do it? <laughs> can I sure. be on? <laughs> yes, I booked the show. You want to be on? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Would there be a connection between them being bitter about it and the fact that they tried to be stand-ups and it didn't work out? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's some of that. Yeah. Um, some but, of them, but are there's like also, that. I mean, like sometimes we we just love a comedian, and it's you know, oh, thank but you. Uh, yeah, like in your case, and so you, I love the idea of like you guys, you actually just sneering and watching a comic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know it does sound very bitter, and and uh, what what was that? It's the phone. It's somebody did oh, turn off right. their yeah. fucking phone. It's so had, tropical like, I you had in some here. Kettle drums in here. <laughs> it's like a Caribbean restaurant. <laughs> Well, um, I always, I always yeah. thought that like being a writer was kind of like the analogy of, of getting, you know, you get taken up to heaven while being a comedian is you, you get to just stay in purgatory, you know, yeah. it's like you get a job, like you have a job and you have like, I think it's always the thing. grass is always greener yeah. though. I think a lot of, I mean, I personally, I like my job, but I, I often find myself very envious of people who are making their livings just as a comedian and, um, there's always that moment of like you know some some famous person will come on the show who was until recently part of the comedy community, but then they became like a famous actor or actress or whatever. Aziz Ansari, you, you know various various <laughs> people who come on the show, and uh, uh, I guess he would fall into that category. But then you 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 know, and he deserves it. But like you can find yourself 
it's very easy for I think my you know type of personality to start sort of going through the you know the, the gears start turning and you're like well if I had uh-huh. not gotten this writing job but had focused on this instead I could be on a sitcom or I could have had that or I could be a, a famous but it stand-up. is a great job it's so, a lot of money and you have money every week and you they pay me you every get to week write jokes you get paid yeah. every week uh-huh. every week it's a weekly oh, it's man. a weekly direct job deposit, direct deposit it's not like Hattiesburg where you get paid monthly <laughs> <laughs> no I know it's like I think the, I think it's very easy for comedians well it's very easy for me I guess sometimes to start feeling uh, know, you, you don't feel good about yourself very much, I think. Oh, oh man. I don't know. Isn't that you kind, don't, of, a, you don't isn't get that the kind of like a common comedian? You don't, uh, you don't, yeah, we feel horrible all the time. Why? Because you don't get the feedback occasionally? Or you don't get the same feedback? as? No, I, I, I don't think that. I think that's all irrelevant. I think it's it's hardwired into into comics in general, or me specifically, to feel bad about yourself. And that's why you go out and try to get laughs. That's why and comic then, writers watch comics and talk shit about them while they're on stage taping their segment. Exactly. Yeah. We all, so, like that. We all talk shit. I'm gonna we tell, all talk shit. We all talk shit. Yelp. I'm going to make it in my... <laughs> what kind of a personality Yelps? Yelp. I don't know. My contract is going to say the writers can't watch my sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you watch it. I'll let you watch it. All right, thanks. But the other guys, those mean guys... <laughs> No, everyone, we're not, it's not like we're super vicious. No, actually, no. I mean, he's always had. Every, I've known a lot of the writers. They're always. They're not. They don't seem like the cutthroat. It is icing not, it each is, other out. It is a super of, nice no, I, group of people. And uh, no, we don't do that thing where we refuse to laugh at someone else's material. Right. It's not competitive at all. It's very. You know, it's great. It's a good team. You either don't laugh, or if it's funny and you laugh, you then go through the database of jokes that it might be stolen from. You know, like the insecurity. Oh, like that. I've heard that joke before. Sort of. It, you know, usually like usually saying, somebody will be, yeah, so usually somebody like, will catch it. But yeah. that's always frustrating where it's uh-huh. like you start working on something and it's like, wait, no, I think I saw this on Saturday Night Live two years ago. And it was slightly different, but not different yeah, enough. To, there should be a database because yeah. I, yeah. I I will sometimes Google premises. Yeah. Hashtag all your premises. I'll guys. put in McDonald's and then joke. McDonald's plus joke. McDonald's joke. McDonald's joke in quotes. Yeah. And see if anyone's ever talked about that subject. But if, if, for the mo- I mean, every mo- most a lot of premises have been done, and there's always a new generation of comedy and new outlets for comedy, and so just because. George Carlin might have done it. Doesn't mean that you know. Twenty years later, someone else can't do. I like to say that Carlin stole Draw from, from me. the same well, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> Carlin stole my act. But you weren't born until two thousand. I think they're if they're dead for a certain amount that. of time, their jokes should be public domain, and then you can the moratorium. You can use them, right? Uh, not steal the joke, but yeah, use the. Happen. You mean like the national? Use the whole the actual something. joke. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I feel like we're winding down, everyone. <laughs> we're all just kind of throwing out half opinions. Aren't they all? I think that... What other show? <laughs> Do you have a show tonight, Andre? Yes, at 8 o'clock. Uh, at the Spider House. Oh, I'm doing Spider that House Rules. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Spider House Rules. It's an orphanage for... This crowd loves... Arachnids. Yeah. This, this crowd yeah. loves Spider House. <laughs> cool cool? Spider House jokes. It's a abort, aborting spiders. It's a movie about aborting spiders. Yeah. I listened to your on uh, on your website. You have that thing where you have bootlegs. I like that. That you did your first joke of the year. Oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah, basically, I will record spots with my iPhone, even even if it comes out really, really like the audio quality is never that good. But I just post the file on my site, and you can listen to it if you want. 
Check it out. <laughs> AndreDuboucher.com. Can it. anyone spell that? Can Andre spell that? Yes, I can. I know you can. He's <laughs> <laughs> very literal. He's being very little about that. <laughs> anyway, what are we going to say? Let's bring it home. Oh, I was just about to say people used to make fun of me in high school because I never got sarcasm. And I, could, I would take everything quite literally. And um, I still have that problem, I think, in a lot of ways. But uh, I think taking things super literally is often the key to making a lot of things funny. So, it's also a great way to cool. look autistic. <laughs> yeah, it's at least autism spectrum. That's like Asperger's. Yeah. I think I do have a little bit of the, of yeah, the, yeah. Of the burger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that probably makes you a good writer. Oh, I'm serious. Thank you. <laughs> it is. There are a lot of writers that are either like, it's, they're on that spectrum. And they're like, you've abandoned me at this point, audience. And I get that. But I think this audience has had enough. I'm just basing that because I've had enough. No, I'm dropping. You're projecting. Thanks, Andre. Andre Dubuchet, Eliza Schlesinger, Ben Kronberg, not Jewish. Not Jewish. Thanks for coming out, everyone. See you later. No encore. Alrighty, that was the Todd Berry podcast live from South by Southwest. I'm in a I'm in an Austin hotel room recording this into my phone. Sorry for the sound quality, but I'm not. You know, I take back that apology because I don't care if the outro isn't crystal clear. I don't care if the podcast is crystal clear. But I think this one sounded good, right? Uh, very soon, within the next few days or week or so, I'm going to have my. Um, New special, Todd Barry, the crowd work tour out on lewisck.com for $5. So just look for announcements. Follow me on Twitter, at Todd Barry, and uh, toddberry.com, and Feral Audio, F-E-R-A-L Audio. They present this podcast and many others. Thank you. See you next time. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub. Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.